Behringer Brothers Spirit Barrel Aged Wines, the official wine partner of the 2020 CMA Country Christmas presented by ABC, celebrates the holidays with a tacky sweater sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a CMA Tacky Country Christmas sweater by texting SWEATER to 467467. No purchase necessary. Message and data rates may apply. Sweepstakes ends December 31st, 2020. Must be 21 or older to enter. See BehringerBrothers.com slash tacky sweater for official rules. Void where prohibited. Behringer Brothers Wine. Please enjoy responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. everyone i'm alexa and i'm taylor and we are uncorked and unfiltered brought to you by the wash up network sponsored by bride bright and we would like to remind everyone to please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening and if you are listening on apple Podcasts, to rate and review us we would like to give a little thank you and shout out to us because we found out that we reached the top 150 in the entertainment news category and it was just such cool news to have so thank you we're going out on Thursday night to celebrate. Yes, pizza and wine, Lada. Lada. <laughs> but also, uh, if you could follow us on our socials, uh, Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered, and our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Okay, everyone, we have a super exciting product we're dying to tell you about. It's a teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride after she postponed her May wedding. While disheartened at first about the delay of her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her fiance. While preparing for her wedding, she found a great workout, great hair and diet programs for brides getting ready for the big day, but she had trouble discovering the perfect teeth whitening program for the pictures of a lifetime. Since her fiance is an Ivy League dentist, they decide to take matters into their own hands to find an easy solution for teeth whitening. So now, instead of I do, they launched Bride Bright, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings or special occasions or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bride Bright provides you with a premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in just 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram or when you're listening to our podcast. Bride Bright's Wedding Whitening Teeth Kit includes a mouthpiece with dual red-blue light technology to speed the whitening process while maintaining gum health and reducing sensitivity. The whitening formula is designed personally by their co-founder dentist. The pens are brush on, which makes them applying as easy as putting on makeup. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We have been loving our results so far, so check out BrideBright.co. That's B-R-I-D-E-B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. All right, here we are, episode 1035. Week 1035 of quarantine. Yes. I actually think this is our 26th episode. Which 27th? means we've been in like quarantine for almost 26 or 27 weeks. And that's really depressing. However, it is lifting a little bit, so Right. We're getting so. we're getting somewhere, but not that much where. Right. Like little <laughs> baby steps the babyest of baby steps it's just crazy because i like quarantine started where i was wearing winter clothes and then i went through we went through an entire freaking season and now it's getting cold again i know i literally feel like summer didn't even i still feel like it's march it might be it could be time is a social construct so all right should we just get into it because i feel like we have a lot to digest and like talk about and Lots of tangents are going to happen, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. I think for each each thing we have to talk about, we have a lot of fun topics for you guys this week, but we also have a lot to say about each yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I think let's start off with, I think, the most exciting one, the Emmys. I don't know if you guys watched it. It was on Sunday. 
Okay, first off, I think that they did pretty good with it. What are, I know you didn't watch it, T, but, like, what are your thoughts from, like, the clips you saw? Like, were you, like, into it? So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looked like people were just kind of sitting in their houses or in, like, if they'd rented out maybe a restaurant or something with a few tables just hanging out and it was all, like, live streaming or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess what I liked is it was actually live. Like, all the other, like, yeah. you know, like, the VMAs and the AMAs, like, they weren't live and they were all pre-recorded and even, like, the awards were pre-recorded, which I just think is bizarre. So the fact that, like, I guess my favorite part of award shows is seeing, like, when they have, like, all the different nominees and, like, seeing their reaction, like, when one of them won. Like, that's my favorite part. So, like, I love that, like, they were able to still, like, do that. Yeah, and I feel like the whole point of these award shows is for it to be live. And so – I didn't even realize that the other shows weren't live, but that just takes so much away from it. Like, I I don't know. I watch it to see it all in real time, not to like have it pre-recorded. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I got to give, give my hats off to the Emmys. I think it went really well. And I have like a little bit of faith in award shows now for the unforeseeable future whenever, Mm -hmm. you know, everything gets back to normal but I guess even more so why I'm just like so pro Emmys right now is because shit's queek <laughs> shit's, shit's creek <laughs> I'm too excited I can't talk shit's creek absolutely swept like it should have been changed to the shit's creek award show I know I like you kept you were literally texting me like bombarding my phone every five minutes it was oh my god like Moira Rose oh my god David won. Oh my God, Alexis won. I was like, what is happening? Because I didn't realize the Emmys were on. So I was like, what is she talking about? Yeah. And you're like, the Emmys, they're killing it. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I blew up your phone. I was like, I don't even care. But it was honestly outstanding. It was incredible to watch. So they won a nine, they won nine Emmys, which is like breaking the record. Also, what they broke the record for was so. Eugene won Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Catherine O'Hara won Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. And Annie Murphy won Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And then Dan Levy won Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And it has never happened in the history of the Emmys, whether it's a drama or a comedy, where every single, like, all of those categories is from the same show. Like, it was unreal to watch. Like, Literally the first six categories that were announced, it was like Shits Creek, Shits Creek, Shits Creek. Uh, they also won Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series, and they even won some others too. I think they won Best Costume, which obviously makes sense. Obviously. Rose. It was incredible to watch. Like, and they, like you said, like they, it seemed like they rented some sort of small venue space, so they were all in like like tables that were far apart from each other. But like the fact that they all got to like be there together, like that made it, I feel like, ten times more special. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like that is just one of my favorite shows. I think it's so funny. I think the writing is insane, and I love how it's like a family show, but mm-hmm. also written by a father and son, like. Yeah, I think that just makes it so much better because it's like those like some of the stuff that they probably wrote about and acted about could have like happened in their like family, you know? Yeah, it was so special to see. And I kind of feel like what ended up happening was so this was also like the first time they got even nominated for an Emmy and they like I think they got slept on for so long that Mm -hmm. they finally got nominated and it was like, okay, like we're obviously giving you these awards because you should have been nominated for every single season. And because it was the last one, um, I'm just so happy for them. Like Dan, this is just like solidified his career now having like all of these Emmys under his belt, like Mm -hmm. as like a writer and a director too. Like, I'm just like, it's awesome. But did you hear that? Like they were teasing and talking about making a movie. (gasps) No. I'd, I would die. Yeah, they were kind of talking about it, and they were just like, you know, Schitt's Creek movie coming at you soon. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have not seen season six yet. I know it's coming on Netflix uh, October 8th, finally, in America, so I cannot wait to binge it. But I heard it kind of ended, like, 
well. It you felt like everything kind of played itself out well. So I wonder what they would make the movie about them. It ended in a way that like their character arcs all kind of landed at like a good place, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like and it did kind of give like not like you kind of know what they're what's happening with each of them separately for the time being. But like right. I feel like it could be like anything. It could be like a large event that happens and like everyone comes back together or like it could you know it could they could probably it would actually be funny if it was something just super ridiculous and like yeah. made no sense like which it probably would be yeah so they really should like i really feel like dan he said before that it's not like he regrets ending it because mm-hmm. he he feels so blessed to have ended the show on such a high note right but at parts he does feel like was it a little premature like should we have done another season after this you know because i really feel like Shit's Creek kind of blew up towards the end. And I think they were so successful for the last season. I think he probably was like, fuck, like, yeah, probably could have done another season. So maybe he's just thinking like, maybe he had more ideas for like, what could happen with the family and he wasn't able to actually put that on paper. So now maybe he's he has ideas. So he's like, this would be easy to make. I don't know. I would be so here for it. I heard the last season also like the wedding. I feel like I'm going to ball my eyes out. I you are. I I bawled my eyes out, like, like aggressively. Like it was ugly, but it was just like it's such like a feel good show. Yeah. Whenever I've had a bad day or I'm like stressed, like I'm like I'm gonna watch Shit's Creek later because it's just like even though like they have like you know different plots and stuff, like they come from such like an an innocent and like uplifting tone to begin with yeah. that it's just like the best show. Yeah, it's just and it's just so funny too, like. It is so funny. I could quote that show and like, I just love it so much. Anybody that doesn't like it, I'm like you. See, my thing is, and I've said this to people that I try to get to watch it. Season one, I feel like is a little slow. Like it takes a little bit of time to get into, but by season two, it's, it's there. It's like, and then it just only goes up from there. I actually think you need to watch season one after you've watched all of the other seasons because once you know the characters, it's hysterical. But yeah. you don't really know them yet. So, like, I remember I was watching the first few episodes with Matt once and he thought Alexis was, like, a brat and, like, a snob. And I was like, yeah. no, you don't, you don't get it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, he thought Moira was, like, so dramatic because she lost that diamond earring and he was just like why is she having like a hissy fit you don't like really understand yet like that is like so I almost think you need to like appreciate like their personalities and then go back to it and you're like oh my god this is amazing yeah I would agree with that actually I'm rewatching it now ah it's so good I watched some episodes last night too it's just the best I know I'm figuring if I start now and it's September 22nd I have until October 8th, so I think I can get through the full series and then go right into six. Yeah, you'll be, like, refreshed on, like, the last season and what happens. Yeah, that's my plan. That's my goal. There's a specific scene the last season that I think I actually texted you back when I watched it, and I was like, this scene, Taylor, I can't wait until you watch it. And, like, I wonder if you're going to feel the same, but it was the most – emotional for me like it wasn't the it wasn't the wedding but there's a specific scene and something that happens and I was just like I really felt like I knew this character and I was just like like proud like it was like crazy but we'll talk about it when you watch it yeah it was like why do I feel so strongly about this (laughs) oh my gosh I feel like I did that too I texted you too for the little bit of Lexus song Mm mm-hmm and I was like, wait until you see this part. You're going to die. And I text you. I was like, was it a little bit of Lexus? And you're like, mm-hmm. yep. Um, that was the major snub of the Emmys, the fact that that didn't get nominated. So, Oh, that's irritating. For a fun fact for everybody, that song is on Spotify. Um, so if you ever are feeling a little bit of Lexus, <laughs> look it up. Also, another fun fact, Annie Murphy, Murphy. wrote that song with her hubs. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah obsessed but a little segue for you so they didn't get nominated a little bit alexis did not get nominated for um best song or best music for the emmys but what actually won was labyrinth with euphoria and i'm obsessed with that soundtrack it made the show 
And Zendaya actually won for Outstanding Lead Actress um, in a Drama for the show Euphoria. And it is crazy because she's, it's now she broke history because she's the youngest uh, recipient of this award. She's only 24 years old. And last year, um, Jodi Comer won for um, Killing Eve. And she was the youngest. She was 26. So now Zendaya was just like, "Um, no, I'm going to set this new record. New record. Looking at me. Thank you. Yeah. But I loved her in the show. Euphoria is like such a crazy show. It's like rated X basically. Um, But she like plays someone who has like a drug problem and is really depressed. And she was excellent. And she beat like high up people. She beat Jennifer Aniston, Olivia Coleman, Sandra Oh, Maura Linney. And there oh, was wow. actually some headlines saying that it was like a huge upset that she beat these legends. And then people on the internet kind of like freaked out and were like, no, it isn't. It's not a huge, yeah. like, don't say it was a huge upset. Just say like, maybe like that was incredible that like she beat all of these people. Yeah. Like saying it's a huge upset makes it seem like it was bad. Like people were upset about it. Like I wasn't upset. (laughs) Right. I mean, she obviously deserved it. It sounds like it's a good show and it sounds like she freaking kills it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was, I was really happy and I was shocked. When I saw she got nominated, I was happy, but I didn't even, I didn't really think she was going to win because I was like, are they going to give it to her? And then when they did, they did, I was like, wow, that's awesome. That is okay. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Who votes like for who wins? So it's the Television Academy, um, and it's basically okay. a collection of people that work in the industry. Fun fact, I actually just applied to be in it. Did you really? Yeah, because you need That's to so have cool. like a certain amount of like credentials, um, and I was like reading the application, and I, I technically do qualify based on like my credits and my experience, but then I guess they have to like review it, right? Um, and then you have to like pay like a fee each year obviously because nothing's free mm-hmm. but then if you're in it they like send you all the shows and the screeners for free and then you get to vote oh that is so cool how many people vote like how many people are in the academy i think like a lot i don't know how many but oh. a lot <laughs> wow i mean good for you that's really cool and good for zendaya she is 24 at 24 what was i doing going to the bar <laughs> right we were <laughs> going to parker house oh R.I.P. Yeah, not winning an Emmy, so. Yeah, I'm so excited for season two. Like, it's been a while. I'm, like, waiting for it to come out. Like, I don't even know if they filmed yet because with COVID, everything's so weird, but we'll see. It's on HBO, right? Yep, so good. Maybe I'll watch it. Do you think I would like it? No. Okay, maybe I won't watch it then. (laughs) No, maybe you surprise me. It just doesn't seem like the type of show you'd watch. (laughs) I'm big into reality TV, so. Yeah, this is the – you actually could not get more opposite if you tried. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah. good job, Zendaya. I congratulate <laughs> you wholeheartedly. Snaps for you. Snaps for you. Please don't take offense if I never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that sums up the Emmys. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Good job. Wow. Sounds really good. Sounds like there was a lot of famous people in there. Speaking of mm-hmm. famous people, check out that segue. <laughs> check it out. Did you hear about the table read thing that happened? Yes, of course. But please tell me more. Okay. So I guess there's some play or show called Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. And they set this up as a charity event. So they got a bunch of like big time actors, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Julia Roberts, Morgan Freeman, Matthew McConaughey, Shia LaBeouf, Henry Golding, John Legend, Ray Liotta. I definitely pronounced that wrong. And Jimmy Kimmel. So like, wow, boom. that's a lot of celebs. I was like watching it and I was like, oh my God, there are how many, how many famous people can you possibly have on one screen? Seriously. That's, and they were on zoom. Yeah, it looked like a big Zoom call. Wow, that's so cool. It was really cool. But so I guess like Brad Pitt had said said hi to Jennifer Aniston and she goes, hi, honey, like how are you or whatever. And the whole entire world flipped out. Everyone is like, we want them back together, blah, blah, blah. And number one, I feel like Jennifer Aniston says honey, like I say like. She just, that's how she refers to people. Like if she bumped into me down, walking down the street, she'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, honey. Like that's just her saying 
a word to someone. It didn't mean anything. But of course, the internet took off and exploded. And I just don't get why everyone is so wrapped up in Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston getting back together. Because, hello, hi, people. He cheated on her with Angelina Jolie. So, like, no. She is so much better. Why would you ever go back to a cheater? Update. You don't. She is so much better off without him. She aged flawlessly. And I think if she stayed with him or got back together with him, he would have aged her because he would stress her out. And look at her now. She's not stressed. She has no wrinkles. I'm so over the whole, like, people wanting them back together. I'm like, why? Like, actually, why? He cheated on her. Mm -hmm. I did a little research into how Brad and Angelina met because I wanted to be able to form my own opinion, but the internet told me that they cheated. But I'll just, like, give you what I have. I guess, so, he met Angelina on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith and rumors started pretty early on that they were having an affair. So he was very much married and she had just filed for divorce from Billy Bob Thornton, who my mom told me this. Allegedly, they, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie used to wear vials of blood, each other's blood around their neck. Heard about this. That's fucking weird. That's actually confirmed. It's not even a rumor. Like they did it. Okay. That's scary. I know. That's, like, weird. That's, like, really bizarre. And then I guess Brad and Jen officially got divorced in March, and then Brad and Angelina were dating in April. So, like, he did not hesitate at all. And he went from perfect Jennifer Aniston to creepy blood vial Angelina Jolie. I never really liked Angelina Jolie. I'm sorry. I don't know her, so I guess I can't really judge she seems like a lovely person. She does adopt children, so I guess she probably is a great person. Right. But I just don't like her because she seems like a little bit of a homewrecker. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have, yeah, respect in that sense because, like, girl code, that's, come on, please. Right. But I like her as an actress, but I just, like, always felt like they weren't compatible. Right. They never seemed to click. It just seemed just, like, off. You're American boy, and so it made sense when he was matched up with Jennifer. Right. And then he goes to her, and, like, she's super, like, all into that, like, holistic stuff. And, like, right. she's super alternative, and, like, she's not about, you know, the like, the straight line type of life. Right. And that's what they said destroyed their whole marriage and relationship at the end because they disagreed so much the way they wanted to raise their kids and stuff. And it's like, hmm. yeah, I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, saw that coming. So, uh I'm just it's so interesting to me how they dated for what like 10 plus years I think like 12 years and then they got married and were divorced six months after that that's crazy to me like you you were able to date and make it work for all those years and the minute you're like legally bound to each other it all just like crumbles yeah I know you would think once that happens, you're like, we need to make this work because right. you can't just walk away. You just got legally, like you said, bound together. So why would you just dip? It's crazy. Right. And don't they have six kids together or something? They have a lot. I don't know how many, but they have a yeah. lot. So now that's just – I heard like they don't get along. Like it's like I heard messy. that too. I heard it was – it's very messy. Shit show. But I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm just over – I'm over that whole thing. I'm over about them romanticizing the whole Jennifer and Brad thing. I'm like, what Me is too. up with that? Like, why aren't we just like – like, sure, I think that's great if they're friendly again and that's, like, funny. But, like, why are you, like, wanting her to be, like, take him, like, take him back? It's like, yeah. why? She shouldn't. She could do so much better. And if her journey in life is to be single and be happy, then that's what it is. But, like, she should not go back to him. No. I don't support it. I don't I really support don't. it either. And if I see that they are, I'll kind of, I'll honestly be a little bummed. I'm like, what, I'll now that he – DMs. You know, like, wow, so now that after 14 years because he has no other option, like, mm-hmm. you're – whatever. I did also, see – Oh, you go. I was going to say unpopular opinion, but I don't think he's that attractive. Mm-hmm. So I do think he's attractive. Okay. Um, yeah, he looks I, dirty. I to me, he looks dirty. Yeah, he does look dirty at times, but like wash I'll your hair. Them. 
god. Yeah, he does have that like hair that's like looks like it's styled, but it's probably just like greasy. Yeah, wash it, man. Yeah, I don't know. I saw in the tabloids though, like a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago, that he was like dating someone, like this younger girl. Oh, I could see that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, so I wouldn't be who knows? That's like goes to show, like the internet's making up this entire thing, and it's like they probably don't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> that like Zoom call was probably the first time they saw each other since whatever award show they were at last. Yeah, I think the Oscars is when yeah. they like said hi and Touched everyone was each like, other. oh my god. They held hands. It's like for a no, second. They, they didn't hold hands. <laughs> they at all. shook hands. Yeah. Uh, Ugh, everyone, crazy. calm down. I know, and stop supporting it, people. We want her to be with somebody else who makes her really happy, not somebody like him. Plus, he's right. probably dating a twenty-something-year-old. Anyway. Right. Also, on this Zoom celebrity charity call, Shia LaBeouf was high as fuck. Oh my God. See, that's, I didn't really pay attention to the Jennifer and Brad headlines. It was. Want a job where you can use your talents, make a difference and have the freedom of remote work? Then meet Belay. Belay has contractor opportunities for proven professionals, providing administrative support and social media strategy to fast paced organizations throughout the United States, all from your home. To learn more, just visit belaysolutions.com slash jobs to apply. That's B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com slash jobs. That that I was looking at. Did you see him? He was yes. crazy. And everyone was like laughing like John Legend and like Jimmy Kimmel could not even keep a straight face. He looked like he was like rum- – he was in his car and he looked like he was right. like rummaging around like like sweating and like looked like – like delirious and it was like crazy and everyone was like was he drunk or was is he supposed to be drunk or what's happening here like was that part of his character or is this just who he is so I think it was a part of his character but I just also think that then he used it as an excuse to get drunk I don't know because that was not that didn't look like acting to me that literally It looked real. No. And I'm like 90% sure he went – he was arrested and like he went to rehab in 2017. Yeah, he was, he was sober. sober. He was. Guess not. Right. Someone needs to do Guess a wellness not. check on that because I don't know enough about it, but it right. didn't – it looked sus to me. Check the car first. Definitely check the car. He's Someone, living in there. Yeah, make sure he made it out of the car because it didn't look promising. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Poor guy. Crazy. Seriously. Um, but I guess on to the next celeb thing. I'm just gonna get right into it. Ellen DeGeneres is back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. She came back and immediately kind of addressed all of the allegations of the toxic work environment, like straight up in her opening monologue. Like she did not waste any time. Oh, and she just like apologized to the viewers and saying that she takes full responsibility for what happens. She said for what happens at my show. And she was like, as you may have heard this summer, there were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. Then there was an investigation and I learned that things happened here that never should have happened. But like she took responsibility. She was like, this is the Ellen DeGeneres show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. She was like pointing around like the room and she was like, my name's on underwear and she was like, we've had a lot of conversations over the last few weeks about the show, our workplace, and what we want for the future. We have made the necessary changes. And today we're starting a new chapter. But where she started getting some criticism was she also went on to say how she's always been labeled as, you know, the be kind lady because that's what she always says. And she explained mm-hmm. the story about why she started saying be kind to one another at the end of her show. And it was because in the early 2000s, this uh, teenager um, committed suicide because he was bullied for being gay. So that kind of started her whole – that was, like, when she first started saying that. It was inspired from that where, you know, like, the fact that bullying led someone to, you know, ending right. their life. Like, that's yeah. why she was saying be kind to each other. And then she went on to say, like, I am now labeled as the be kind lady, but it's actually really difficult because I'm not perfect and – you know, when people expect me to just be this like sweet and kind person and then they hear something, 
you know, like I make mistakes, like I'm not. And so, you know, she went on and like owned up to it. I thought it was a pretty solid uh, statement in addressing Mm -hmm. it. Honestly, the internet hated it. I see mostly negative remarks. Mostly people were like, it was tone deaf. And I'm like, why was it? How? Here's the thing about all these public apologies that have been happening. Number one, the internet has nothing else to do right now. Everyone is sitting home. Everyone is bored. Everyone has time, I've said this before, to nitpick everything and nothing will ever be perfect. Number two, nothing will ever be good enough. Like you're damned if you apologize. You're damned if you say nothing. Yeah. So you're not going to please everybody. I think it was probably best that she said something just to kind of get it out there and like acknowledge it and be upfront and be real about it. And the people that have, um, can understand like an understanding brain and are able to sit here and say, okay, that seemed legit. She's not perfect. She is human. Just like me. I can accept this as an apology and move on. But then there's other people that are just going to hate her because they want to hate her and they're not going to accept it because they don't want to accept it. And that's the way it is with every apology right now that's going around because there have been multiple apologies going around because like I said, everyone's sitting at home doing nothing. Right. Yeah. And I think exactly what you said, like the people that just hate her and want her just like, and think she's terrible, like they're not even listening to really what comes out of her mouth because they already are just so like, it doesn't even really matter. Mm -mm. I think now is the most important time. She addressed this she took mm-hmm. responsibility and she said they're starting a new chapter. Okay, well, let's then see. Right. You know, if obviously six months from now, more stuff comes out, like new stuff, right. you know, things happen, then like, all right, then then it's time to like cancel her. But right. we have to like try and like stop this whole cancel culture because it's just kind of ruthless. Obviously, like I'm saying, there have been some people that have been canceled and I agree with when they're mm-hmm. when what they were doing was like absolutely disgusting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and there was like yeah. solid evidence, but like, if you can't even apologize and people are going to like put you down for that, it's kind of like, then what are you supposed to do? But yeah, you can't win. So it's all about take the apologies, a clean slate and see what happens going forward. That's all you can do. So yeah. Yeah. She also publicly announced that, um, Twitch who's like that DJ on her show since oh, 2014, yeah. So when all of this happened, he actually went on Twitter and, like, negatively talked against the Ellen show. Like, it's not like he totally bashed her, but he did agree with some of the stuff and said that work needs to be done and this and that. And so I was shocked to see that he was there when she was doing the monologue. But then she went on to say that, like, I guess they've been hanging out a lot and have a lot of conversations. And, like, you know, he's been, like, helping her. Um, For those who don't know, he is black. And I guess, you know, in that type of, you know, social injustice and what's been going on with the world and trying to make sure there's um, inclusivity. Um, So going off of that, she actually announced that she promoted him to co-executive producer. Oh, cool. Which, yeah, is awesome and definitely a step in the right direction considering that she fired some of those producers that were sexually yeah. harassing people and verbally abusing people yeah. and to now put like such a well-deserving and awesome like replacement. Um, yeah. He obviously earned his spot. So that was awesome Aww, too. That's awesome. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. About. I wasn't, it's not like I watched it and I was just like, yay, like good. But I was just like, I didn't hate that. I honestly yeah. felt like that was good. And like, let's see where it goes from now. But yeah. the internet completely broke. Hated it. <laughs> well, the internet. They were like, next. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of the internet, Jackson Brittany, this has nothing to do with the internet, but I just wanted to try to segue. <laughs> yeah, at least you tried. I'm I like, tried. I'm just going to say the next story. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Jackson Brittany posted online that they are pregnant. So, internet, there we go. Um. Yep. But yes, Jackson and Brittany are pregnant along with Lala Kent and Randall Emmett. Um, so there's going to be a little like pregnancy thing going or something's in the water over there. I'll tell you what, all those fans. Seriously, girls they're all having pregnant. those babies. Allegedly, not allegedly. They pretty much said it, but they had made a pregnancy pact like years ago that they all like wanted their kids to 
hang out together and like they all wanted kids at the same time. So, mm, okay. So they're Makes working sense. on it. They are, they are succeeding on that pact. Yeah. They got, yeah, three right now. So we'll see. We'll see. Wow. That's crazy. I know. Two of them are girls, and I'm pretty sure Jackson and Brittany are going to have a girl as well, but that's just what I'm feeling. That's karma if Jax Taylor gets a girl. That's all that I'm saying. That is karma. That and is I hope karma. for it. Yeah. But then, um, since we're in the Bravo sphere, did you hear about what's going on with Beverly Hills, the Real Housewives? Yes. I've slightly heard about it because I was talking to a friend who's obsessed with all this stuff. And I heard about the drama going on with like that fitness thing. Yes. But so there are rumors going around right now that Teddy is getting fired. Um, slash page six reported it. So like, I'm pretty sure it's happening. Yeah. But they're saying like some of it is just because she's boring as fuck and like, doesn't really give anything to the show. She just seems very awkward and uncomfortable every time she's on camera. But the other part has to do with like everything going on with her business right now and the scandal. So recently, a number of clients who participated in her um, weight loss accountability program called All In by Teddy have come forward to claim that the weight loss strategies were harmful and promote disordered eating. According to several of the clients and even former coaches, they are only allowed to eat about 500 calories a day, which as any sane person knows that you cannot survive off of. Right. Um, they are making claims that this whole thing is a step above a pyramid scheme. They're saying none of the coaches or the trainers are certified in dietary like and nutrition and stuff um they just got the job because they paid for it basically one instagram user emily ellis she was kind of the first to bring the scandal to light and people had just started sending her stories and screenshots and and stuff that's happening and i guess allegedly the um your accountability coach texts you in the morning and says like Make sure you work out today. Send me pictures of what you're eating throughout the day. Make sure you've meal prepped. Make sure you do this. But they're allowed, I think, a cup of oatmeal and like four blueberries for breakfast. Yes, this is what I was reading. It was Vegetables for lunch and then chicken broth for dinner and that's it. That's all they can eat, basically. That's an an eating disorder. It's crazy. It's so crazy. It definitely, if you did not have an eating disorder before you joined this, you probably developed one from it. Yeah, because that's literally saying like you need to starve yourself and then mm -hmm. you'll be skinny. Yeah. yeah. And there, and I think I'm pretty sure another big thing with eating disorders is being so focused on what you're eating, when you're eating, how much of it, constantly counting the calories, constantly counting and measuring your food servings. And it becomes like it, it's something that um, absorbs your entire like day and your thoughts and everything. And that's what these people were doing. One person sent um, this Emily girl a message and I, I saved it. So like I'll read it aloud. Love it. <laughs> we love read receipts. Yes. But it said, so I guess she had made herself sick. And she said, so the reason I ultimately decided to throw up and not get in trouble was because I'd driven back from Arizona that day and was told I could only have a green side salad from McDonald's, one of the only places to eat on the eight-hour drive, with no dressing. So I was eating maybe 15 calories of vegetables. When I got home, I was starving. I ate a plain piece of chicken and green beans, which was not allowed since I had detoured from the plan earlier in eating said 15-calorie salad. And I felt so bad and so guilty after that because I knew they would shame me, punish me, and threaten to drop me. I made myself throw up. Once I felt guilty for eating a piece of plain chicken with green beans, I knew it was time to quit. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? They literally have said, like, they basically bully you into – this is what the people are saying. They bully you into eating the way you're supposed to eat. And if you eat something wrong, they like harass you over text for it. That's crazy. That's just like, and you have to pay for this. You're paying for this. Mm-hmm. 
So did Teddy make any type of statement about it? I don't think so. I think she's kind of just quiet. Whoa. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything. I'll have to do a little bit of research and digging, but I don't think so. Um, because so also, Teddy, no, yes, there you go. Teddy lost a lot of weight. Like you, right. I mean, she has said it on the show. She was very, I mean, they showed us pictures. She had lost a lot of weight and, and this is how she, I guess, did it. And she like exercise and, and she exercises a lot. And the people on this are supposed to exercise for at least right. an hour a day. So it's like, you're eating 500 calories a day and then you're exercising. So you're getting 200 calories a day, maybe. Right. Yeah. Sorry, no. I, Sorry, no. That's absolutely crazy. My friend was telling me, and I didn't like look this up for myself, but she was saying that there also, I guess, was proof that they were deleting negative comments on the Instagram mm-hmm. posts. Yeah. So that like when you went on it, if you knew nothing about it, it would just be all good reviews yeah. or like good comments and they would just like delete anything that was like negative. Which is also, like, illegal false advertising. Like, you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy to me. It's so – I mean, thank God it's finally out in the light, and now people are just hopefully not going to join it because it's not healthy. That's not healthy at all. Also, there's, like, so – like, in today's age, there are so many different, like, weight programs and diet Mm -hmm. stuff that you can do. Like That are healthy. You don't need to starve yourself. It's actually not necessary. Yeah, like it's so bad for you. And they make you take they I think one of the things too was they give you like a laxative tea to take. That's insane. It's like not yeah. necessary at all. Yeah. It's your body's getting nothing at that point. You're eating basically nothing, you're working it off and then you're shitting it all out. So Yeah, oh my god, your body must be so unhealthy. And then you, the second you like are off of it, a second you have a bite of eat, you're going to get st- a bite of food, you're going to get so sick. You're, yeah. You um, get sick or you put all the weight right back on because yeah. you're starving yourself. Yeah, absolutely and not. So many people were saying too that they were so irritable just from this whole thing because hello, hanger is a real thing. Like people think I'm joking when I say I'm hangry, but I get so nasty if I haven't eaten in, I want to say a long amount of time, but really after like an hour or two, if I haven't eaten, I'm a raging bitch so I can only imagine eating basically nothing all day and then having to work out I would be yeah if anyone looked at me wrong you would die no like it would I would actually probably lose all of my friendships I would probably lose my job and my family mm-hmm. would disown me because I'm s- like you I'm such a bitch when I'm hungry mm-hmm. so if I'm just like that hungry all day like I would be an, a miserable person to be around yeah I could not imagine could not imagine no me either so wow. we'll see what happens with that. I yeah, we'll definitely keep you guys updated. I feel like this is not the end of that story for sure. I don't think so either. I feel like more people are just going to keep coming forward. Totally. Damn. We'll Any see. more Bravo drama for me? No more Bravo drama, but I have Boo. some HGTV drama. Did you ever okay. watch HGTV? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. So you know Christina from Flipper Flop and from Christina on the Coast? Yes. So she divorced Tarek a few years ago. Right. That's old news. She met this new guy a week after Tarek. Not really, but like I'm guessing here. Right. Um, got married to him, got pregnant, um, and are now getting divorced. How long has it been? So they were together for two years. Wow. Two years. Yeah. And it's very crazy because they seemed very happy on the show. She, He would come on christina on the coast sometimes and like help her with little things so they're good actors they must be they seemed over the moon he was british Mm. um but yeah two years wow that's quick but i could also see it because christina her my dad always goes she talks like this and she's so annoying (laughs) like she's she does she's so annoying to listen to yeah So maybe after a while, he was like, I can't listen to you anymore. I'm done. I'm going to mute you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's funny because Tarek just got engaged to um, Heather from Selling Sunset. So, like, I wonder – some part of me always thought Tarek met Heather, got engaged to Heather because Christina met Anthony and got engaged to Anthony. So Mm -hmm. now some part of me is like, I wonder – 
if it's going to crumble. If it'll crumble, how long it'll last. I'm just very curious. Yeah, it could be the start of a domino effect. You never know. You never know. Maybe they'll end up back together. Who knows? <gasps> right? No, I don't think so. Apparently, he's abusive. But Oh, okay. No, thank you. Um, pass. <laughs> pass. Wow, very interesting. Yeah. That's all my all gossip. Right. I love it. Um, we really, like, went all out with the gossip. Um, all right. So we have a protect the planet to tell y'all, but then we also are going to do a BuzzFeed quiz because it's been so long since we've mm-hmm. done one. Protect the planet. Taylor, you want to start us off? So with the change of seasons, now is the perfect time to go through your closet and anything you haven't worn this year in the summer when you're changing over your clothes, donate it. And when you're bringing in your fall clothes, if you didn't wear that sweater last year, you're probably not going to wear that sweater this year. So donate it. Beautifully said. Um, Thank you. And I literally just did this. I just moved yesterday to a different apartment. And as I was like packing up all of my stuff, as I saw things and I was just like, I don't wear this. Or as I was also unpacking, as I was putting stuff away. And so I just like put like so much in like garbage bags and I'm just going to donate it because you're helping someone out. And if you're helping someone out, that's like also helping the planet because, you know, recycle. on the planet. Yeah. It's really not that hard. And also it feels so good to like even give yourself like more room and like mm-hmm. it gives me an excuse to buy more clothes now that I gave some away. Right. And with so many people not employed, they probably haven't been able to go out and buy new clothes for the change of seasons and stuff. So it's a nice little – I bought a new jacket, so I will – donate one that I don't really wear as much. Yeah. It's such a nice win-win situation. Yeah. So maybe this will be just a little friendly reminder for you guys um, that if you think it's time to go through your stuff, go do it. It feels great. It does. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So to wrap up this episode, since we are so proud of Schitt's Creek, mm-hmm. um, we are going to honor them by doing a Schitt's Creek BuzzFeed quiz and Lada Taylor. I found one that says, "Take this quiz if you're dying to know which Shit's Creek character you are most like." Oh, Lada, bring it on! So we'll do it at the same time. I have two different tabs open. So first oh. is pick a wig. So you have to tell me which wig you want. I want the pink wig. All right, please hold as I do it on mine. Which one do you pick? I'm gonna pick really long blonde one. Okay. All right. Which celebrity would you want to sit next to at a dinner party? Here are your options. We have Taylor Swift, Adele, David Grohl, Tom Hanks, Naomi Campbell, Meryl Streep, Rihanna, Justin Timberlake, Oscar Isaac. I'm honestly between Tom Hanks and Justin Timberlake. I'm doing Rihanna. Oh, that's a good one. I think I'm going to go Justin Timberlake. I'd make him sing to me. Rammy River. Literally. Perfect. All right. Next one. Pick your ideal vacation spot. We have Paris, Vancouver, Los Angeles, Berlin, Chicago, New York, Las Vegas, Portland, London. London. Love it. I'm deciding between London or Berlin. Ooh, Berlin's cool too, I've heard. Yeah, I was – actually supposed to be leaving for Berlin on Thursday, but thanks, COVID. We don't have to talk about it. So I'll pick that um, in honor of it. Okay. All right, next. Which is your go-to drink? We have a beer, a vodka soda, a glass of red wine, a margarita, a craft beer, a whiskey on the rocks, a Moscow mule, a glass of Pinot Grigio, or a non-alcoholic drink. Uh, oh, I think red wine. Duh. I was between that or a margarita, Mm. but I'll go red wine. Yeah, red wine. I'm going to do red wine too. All right. Pick a 2000s movie to watch with your family. You're going to love this one. (laughs) Finding Nemo, The Dark Knight, The Notebook, Wally, The Devil Wears Prada, Chicago, Elf, Mean Girls, or Anchorman. I'm between Devil Wears Prada or Elf. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Elf. I'm going to go Mean Girls. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, they're all good, honestly. Yeah. All right. Let's see our results. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Okay. I see yours. Did I get rolling? No. (laughs) 
you got Johnny. Like, Johnny, you're a really driven person who knows hard work is the key to accomplishing your dreams and goals, but you also know the importance of surrounding yourself with good friends and family. Aw. I feel like that's accurate. I feel like the second part's accurate. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) All right. Let's see what I got. It's definitely rolling. I got David. Oh, you got to go. You're my son. <gasps> Dad. Wow. Sure. Sometimes like David, you can come across as a little green and self-absorbed, but in reality, <laughs> you have a huge heart and are always looking out for people's best interests above your own. Oh, okay. A little bit girls. of a, yeah, that was because of Mean Girls. A little bit of a backhanded compliment, BuzzFeed. Mm. Um, we're going to have a talk later. Right. But I got David, so I'm, I'm pumped. I liked mine, too. That was a good quiz. I liked it. Yeah, right? Shout out BuzzFeed. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Emmys. Yeah, seriously. But, whew. All right, guys. Uh, that was a jam-packed episode. Um, wishing you all a good week. We know we're going to have a week, good week because Taylor and I are finally reuniting this week and getting dinner. I might cry. I might, too. Perfect. But as we cry, I would like to remind you all to subscribe to our podcast and to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is uncorked podcast. Stay hydrated, everybody. And drink wine. Bye, guys. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.